Listen, <laughs> people are covering their cactuses, all right? This is <laughs> I sent this picture to my my dad's wife because she's sending me pictures of her driveway in like rural Iowa, which as you can imagine here on this uh, you know, mid-January episode at the moment is covered in snow and I go, "Listen, I get it. It's cold out here." It's 73 degrees today. It's people covered in the goddamn <laughs> cactuses. No, but it was, you know, and when it's it was like like we dipped down to like below 32, so people out here Have you out. seen the map of how many people are under this like the country this right polar now? vortex? Yes, yeah, so it's, it's literally uh, almost everybody but California yeah. and Arizona and like a little bit of like the southern east coast. But listen, I will tell you though. This is Murphy's law, right? This is the why this is why no matter where you go there's always something, right? Cuz yes, you're absolutely right, AJ. I'm making a little raz here about people covering up their uh, cacti, which we can give you pictures of. It actually happens they on our it, block yeah. all the time. Just put a blanket over it. Um, yeah, we know people are dealing with some real weather stuff all around the country, but wherever you go, there you are. What happened as soon as the cold snap came through, which meant for a couple days we had highs of what, 50? Uh, 50, 49, yeah. Lows of 29? It was raining every day. What what happened in our household during that time? Oh, the furnace broke. Yeah, yeah, there you fucking go. I know, you guys are thinking, hold on, you guys actually have a furnace in yes. your home. You do. I remember when I was doing the home inspection on our home here, the home inspector goes, all right, let's go ahead and do a quick uh, kick on of your fireplace for those cold Arizona uh, nights. <laughs> but I shit you not. The furnace, which we don't really use all that much. J- January is the month we use it the most every year. Shit's out. I get up in the middle of the night. <laughs> and you work overnights, right? I yeah. get up in the middle of the night for, at 2.30 in the morning to start work. And, like, the room is freezing. The dog is shivering. So I, like, put his little jammies on him. <laughs> And I put on some socks and I don't know the, the thermostat does this weird thing sometimes where it just, it drops it down to 50 and stays there. It never gets that cold, yeah. but I, I, but I'm like, oh, that probably happened. I just got to tick it up again. So I go into the hallway and look at the thermostat and it says it's like 54. And I'm like, are you shitting me? So I turn it on and I hear the blower turn on, but I stand immediately under the vent and there is nothing. There you go. Cold air blowing at you. I was right? like, uh-uh. and there was no air. I mean, it was just like mm. air. It was, it was just, it, it was, was just it was air. very, very cold. Now, if you're thinking, um, AJ, uh, fixed this issue. She did not. She said, I'm not standing for this. <laughs> I'm leaving. Not. And she picked up and she went to Wisconsin. <laughs> True story, though. She did know. It was a pre, pre-planned trip. It w- yeah, it was so funny, though, because I I kind of Googled what was wrong because, you know, there's a light inside the furnace that flashes, and the amount of flashes is an error code. Yeah. And it was a pretty simple fix, but I'm like, I'm going to text a furnace guy and just check shit out. And this guy was super nice. His name is Kerry. He kind of walked me through it. He's like, this might be just a reset of a switch. He goes, check your filter. Of course, it was filthy, so I got a new filter. 
But he walked me through how to like take it apart and reset the switch. He said, if that doesn't work, there's another reset switch that I have to fix. So he came <laughs> to fix that on the day I left for Wisconsin, <laughs> Be right before uh, the storm of the century, yeah. apparently. Left one cold place, go to another. Just in case you were wondering if I was escaping for warmer weather. No, no. I was actually going to punish myself. Yeah, it wasn't like she was leaving here to go to Tahiti <laughs> or something. I it's could like, not. It's like, oh my God, this is the one cold time in Arizona. I have to go to somewhere that's warm. No, she goes, fuck it. I'm going to the belly of the beast. You guys, I don't know what the hell happened over the weekend in the Midwest. I have, I lived in the Midwest for a good portion of my life and I have never seen anything like what happened over the weekend. Yeah, now, now real, real talk though, right? Real talk. Do you feel as though it's your desensitized little bit because you've been gone now, so now it seems Three worse? Years. Or do you legitimately, when you say that, go, listen, I was born, raised in yep. Wisconsin my whole life. This is just a different level of shit. Do it was, you legitimately no, it, believe that? And I talked to my friends there while I was there over yeah. the weekend. I'm like, are are the snowstorms here always like this now? And they're like, no, this was an anomaly. So basically... It wiped out power to like a hundred thousand people in the Milwaukee area okay. and north. And it and we energies has always been great about getting the power back on fast. Not like consumers in Michigan, which is like, hey, you'll have power next week, you know, if you're lucky. We energies does it fast. The joy of living in all the uh, states in the Midwest is you get to know all their utilities. <laughs> You get to know all their companies, right? Since you're not, first thing somebody said to us when we moved to Michigan, <laughs> Michigan is you're going to learn to hate consumers. And we did. Um, but we energies is fast. Um, the storm hit on Friday, and most people didn't get their power back until Monday night or Tuesday. And there were house fires. What and about were, you? Well, the, here's- You're in a hotel, for Christ's sake. That's well, like, I was fine. Were you? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, so I, here's, here's, I don't know. You imagine that? Here's the weird part. And this is the part that just threw me because I was born and raised in the Midwest. And in yeah. Wisconsin and Michigan, there's this thing called lake effect snow, which means the snow is heavier along the lake. Mm -hmm. So I was expecting that. I was staying downtown along the lake. I was expecting lake effect snow. Along the lake, there was no lake effect snow. In fact, we got three inches. Okay. And I shit you not, West Dallas, eh, about... Four miles from downtown. You are, yeah. 10 or 11 inches of snow. Okay. And I said, what's happening? This this is backwards from where how I grew up. And they said, it's because the lake is so warm now because of climate change. Gotcha. There is no lake effect snow anymore. It snows more inland. Okay. So it was actually like before the cold snap hit, the snow was beautiful. I took a walk in downtown Milwaukee, took some really pretty pics of just the city at night with the snow. But yeah, my friends, I mean, my friends literally were like running sub pumps manually because they were out of, I didn't get to see a whole bunch of people over the weekend because the storm. You do nothing. AJ, yeah. like, AJ was already fine in the town just to take care of business as like the worst kind of uh, like trip you can take. I've had to take a million of them when they're just TCB trips. So you were already just coming into like TCB. It was a straight take care of business weekend. And then... The weather comes in. So what the weather does, not only does it fuck up all the business that you're trying to take care of, but any of the little like sugar and spice that you were trying to normally sneak in, yeah. now that's out the window. It so was gone. You literally now, I shit you not, this girl's taking care of her business and then like, I don't know, texting me photos of crazy DoorDash desserts that she's having like biked to her in the middle well, of a storm. That was funny. They were not on a bike, by the way. That was great privilege, by the way. <laughs> Nothing more awesome than you literally spending 15 minutes going, Dear, it is apocalyptic out here. These people don't have power. 
there are babies without warm bottles. But I'm hungry, so I'm going to go DoorDash a waffle cone. I'm going to talk to you later, okay? Listen, bite me. That was after the storm. It was after the storm. You're putting you you were putting money in someone's. I was. Pocket. It was a very rough emotional trip, just with family being sick and stuff, and everything being in the air. Yeah, so, yeah, yes. yeah, like like I said, it was a literal kind of kind of a shit trip. But I mean, then I was again, at the VA every single day. Anyone, I was there. It, I mean, honestly, I, I'm I'm not bagging on you, you know, Wisco, because this kind of applies to everyone. Outside of a very exciting football game, is there any like yay yay rah rah reason to ever go to like the frigid Midwest in January? No. I don't feel like anyone ever goes. Fuck yeah! Going to Grand Rapids when? Last week in January? To quote the guy next to me on the plane, you must be from here because nobody comes to Wisconsin in January. Yeah, and I story. said yes. Which I assume is the same thing out here in um, Arizona because if it's during those summer months, no one's coming here unless you're returning home yeah. in a flight, right? Because like, we all leave. We go other places when it's like 110, 15, 20 degrees here. No one's am- coming here for a social call. I was amazed at how many people were shocked that I kept my winter stuff. Like I brought, I had a North Face jacket. I had scarves, hats, boots, mittens. Okay, now- And they all said, why did you keep that? I said, because I'm from the Midwest and yep. somebody could die in the winter. Now talk about that though, because didn't you have to like source- uh, a coat from your sister? Are you saying you had that here? Well, no. So I, I had like a North Face, like the Denali fleece, which is like almost as good as a winter jacket. Okay. I've had it for like 11, 12 years. But I, my, I gave my sister my big puffy North Face jacket. And I'm like, here, have this. You live in Milwaukee. But I said, I'm not sure if the <laughs> if my jacket will be enough. So can you leave the other jacket in the back seat? I never actually use the other jacket. Do you hear the flaming fucking hoops? Or I should say the frigid hoops the frigid that like she hoops. jumps through to do all this? Good God. My shit, I, I, I took a walk on Friday night. I went to mass at the church we used to go to. This is like two miles from my hotel. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was beautiful. And there were people out walking. Cause like I said, downtown didn't get a lot of snow, but I hung my stuff up on Friday night in like the open part of the hotel room. It was still wet when I left on Monday morning. You, um, you told me cause yeah, you went to mass at Jesu, which is a church that we used to go to. Um, and then they baptized our child, right? And you went there and you said you you made a remark that the priest was surprised that there was anybody there. That there was anyone in attendance. Yeah, there's like one regular old lady who goes and he said, I thought whatever her name, Marjorie. Yeah. He's like, I thought it would just be me and Marjorie, but it was the priest, Marjorie, and then like a bigger family, maybe five people, and then one guy and me. I mean, you'll find some regulars. I mean, former altar boy here. Yeah. And uh, we used to do altar boy shifts when I was coming up in a grade school in Chicago at San Bruno's. We used to do them in like week-long shifts. So you get scheduled for a week and you yeah. either had to do the early mass, which was a uh, 6.30 a.m. Okay. Yeah, this was a 5.30 p.m. Right. Mass. And then there was a 7 a.m. and there was an 8 yeah. a.m. But you do it for a week. But in that week, you'd figure out there are certain people that come Every day. Yeah. Marjorie came every day. Like, like you just like, and like, if I figured that with out within like a week of just doing the job, because then we'd rotate into a different one. There's got to be, it has to almost be like a bartender bar, you know, yeah. relationship, alcoholic, yeah. uh, a relationship where you're like, yeah, wait, ah, open up the tavern every day at 6 a.m. And there's old Smokey Joe waiting for me at the door. And I the let way, him on in. When did they start locking doors of churches? 
Uh, question. <laughs> I don't know. So this church, if you look it up, it's enormous. It's like one yeah. of those old Gothic churches. I mean, yeah, Jeju is a. It's it's. I mean, this is on the campus of Marquette University. Yeah. That's what we really should yeah. say is that it's it's the big Catholic uh, Jesuit church on the campus of Marquette University, which is by in itself a a urban university, yes. right? It's not like a you know downtown, U of M Ann Arbor. Yeah. So you you know can kind of live. And operate within it. So this is really their church. It's fancy. It's big. It's, it's they got sticks up their asses. They almost didn't want they to do. baptize our kid because we weren't married. I mean, it, it's it's like it's like that kind of thing. But it really is beautiful. It's beautiful. But I went to the front doors because I knew there was mass. Yeah, yeah. And I went went to open the doors and it was locked. Yeah. So I went. There's gold in there. Man. Well, and I was like, what the hell? Like, who locks the doors of a church nowadays? So I, because I know the church, I went in a side door. Now, if I yeah. didn't know the church, I wouldn't know that side, side door is there. So I was like, what's going on? So I go and I'm like, oh, there's an elevator. I can take it to the upper, upper church. They disable the elevator go. to go to the upper church. So I'm like, where the hell is mass? Well, it, it, I'll <laughs> tell you in my day, you didn't have to disable the elevator. <laughs> it was just weird. But there, the, the mass was in the lower church, which is like. Oh, they have two churches. Well, it's or like, two it's almost like a rec room, half sanctuary, half rec room. Like it's fancy, but it also looks like a rec room. I'll say what, hold on. Did you end up at the, at, at like the strip mall church no. all of a sudden you go from being at a very very big fancy no this was downstairs all right now now you're in the basement i was in the they basement really, they, it's, it's called the lower church they were they weren't going to turn the lights on no not in the big one for this bad and that was fine but i was just amazed i'm like who locks the doors to a church yeah. now like what the hell is that i mean it's not i mean think about it i mean because catholic churches are weird they kind of like we think of them in the same vein of like public libraries right you're like what everyone can go there it's yeah. a church but if you go to like a like a first celebration of the holy man of the cloth church that's right in between the subway and the smoke shop yeah that place fucking padlocks that door I mean, every night i mean i kind of got it there was a, a homeless you know guy saying? in front of me talking to himself i could see him slipping in and sleeping on a no, pew no no but no that should, but you know what that should be okay N it's a freaking church was he talking to himself or talking to the lord or talking to the lord Maybe see he folks was talking to the lord I got the Lord, Lord, Lord coming down on me. I mean, I that was my Lord. thought. I'm like, they're locking I out the homeless the people, but shouldn't they be allowed to, isn't that the point of a church? Do whatever you want. I don't know. It was just very strange, but it was okay. Uh, welcome on in. It is the uh, 233rd episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. Made it all the way to the 233. AJ has made it all the way back here uh, from the frigid Midwest. It's good to have you back. I tell you, you know what? The snow didn't bother me. It really didn't. I was surprised. It's once you are from there, you snap right yeah, back into it. The only thing that shocked me was when I left my sister's house. Mm -hmm. And that was when the temperature had dropped from like 36 to six below within gotcha. two hours. And that wind just hits you in the face. And I shivered all the way back to the, like that was too much. But other than that, I still know how to Wisco. Okay. <laughs> um, Speaking of like fun things to actually do in cold weather climates and notice I, I said there's a few caveats on, on, on going into some of these places during certain times of the month. And I mean that it's the same way where if you were to tell someone in August you were coming into Phoenix, they'd look at you and be like, what the fuck are you What's going into Phoenix you? for? What's wrong with you? Nothing against Phoenix. They're just saying, why are why you going are there? Why are you going there? Yeah. Uh, really is in the colder states. It is uh, football. It is yeah. the the NFL. And uh, one, I did run into one person who traveled all the way uh, the week prior from Arizona to Green Bay, Wisconsin wow. to attend 
the Packers Bears game that led to the Green Bay Packers playoff berth, which is now turned into a playoff yes. run. Not the game I'm talking about, though. Congratulations to the people of Michigan. Listen. Seriously, I've never been so happy for somebody else's team. And I mean this on a really deep level. You guys have taken it on the fucking chin, in the balls. Uh, Worse in, than the Bears. In the bread basket. And I mean that in life, okay? Yeah, We're just, just talking general. everything from like the, the you know, Flint water crisis all the way up to, to the, the Lions. And it, so many things never seem to go Michigan's way. But then when it clicks and when it works and all of a sudden you say, University of Michigan is the best college football team in the entire country? You mean they're... They're the best. We won it all. You did. And then you wake up the next week to find out that your football team that never wins won and is taking you to the playoffs. Pat was so cute when we lived in Michigan because he was like, he's a Bears fan. And he's like, I relate so much to these Lions fans because everybody is just defeated and miserable. But you're still supporting your team every Sunday. And I like, seriously, when, when they won, I was so excited for all of our Michigan friends. Cause I'm like, you guys have earned this tenfold. And I am so happy. It was the funnest football game to watch. Uh, sorry. Didn't it go into overtime? No, 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 no. Or just the last, uh, Lions and Rams. Uh, so you had not only the dynamic of, the Lions looking for their first playoff win since 1991, looking to get out of the wild card round into the playoffs. But they're playing against the Los Angeles Rams, who are quarterbacked by their former quarterback and Michigan man, uh, Matthew Stafford, right? I mean, the Stafford family's got motherfucking ties to Michigan. Yeah, they do. I don't got to tell you about Kelly Stafford. We all know the uh, good stuff that she does. The kids, all of his kids were born in Michigan. Yeah. So he's essentially now coming back as the face of another team to break your heart. I am here to shatter your dreams. <laughs> and it was like the funnest. I mean, it was the funnest Sunday night I had in a long time watching. You had Eminem on TV. Yeah. Um, if you had a good eye, you could spot all the much less famous rappers behind Eminem on TV. <laughs> Seriously. Look, they were there. They were all there. There was like one row behind him. That was an exciting that that's what I was able to do while AJ was gone. She was freezing in the in the Midwest. Literally in the frozen tundra. <laughs> and I was, you know, watching these games. And I was almost it was it was kind of funny because I was reminiscing about Jesus Christ, man. Cause I I mean, you know, the 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 that game was inside at Ford Field, but inevitably, what do they do? They always go to the street, they have all the cameras. Yeah. Of, here's, here's what the Detroit looks like today for everyone watching around the country, and they're just showing like this frigid miserable environment well that was what it was like on sunday night because i went to the va i had to go to kenosha too because that's where my mom was staying it was a wonderful weekend of driving all over the place to see my family but um i was driving back from kenosha i went to the va and i was exhausted i'm like shit i have a 6 a.m flight i gotta get out of here so i go to like a drive-thru to grab some food and all the drive-thrus are packed and then i look and Again, like things are just weird when you leave a state for a really long time. And I haven't really lived in Milwaukee since 2007. I mean, we've lived in Wisconsin, but not Milwaukee. First of all, I forgot how many bars there are. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. You were saying you forgot that the, I mean, and which is a legit number. You can like crunch the actual numbers and, and Milwaukee County. 
South side, especially. <laughs> the, I mean, there are there are bars on every corner. Ratio of bars to people is much higher than it would be in you know Shreveport, Louisiana. Yes. So all these people were in these fast food drive-throughs, and I'm like, what is, is this? Because of the weather? Because people don't have power? But then as I pulled out of one of the fast food drive-throughs, <laughs> tell, tell me what they are. Tell me what they are. Tell me. Tell me. Um, I I <laughs> encountered a, a Packers bar. Yeah. And they were all inside in their yeah, Packers gear. Again, doesn't matter. I mean, it, this is when the polar vortex started. It was freezing. People are walking down the street, freezing their butts off in their pack. I mean, this bar was bursting at the seams. They had to open the yeah, door. Yeah, you weren't going to uh, keep people away from that. No, man. but it was just, I realized, I'm like, well, now I remember why there are so many bars. And, uh, well, just in general, there are so many bars. Because there's nothing else to do well, this I'll time say, of it's, year. It's indoor activities. Yeah. That's what I remember having that conversation when, uh, you know, we were back in the uh, COVID times and all that. And they were looking at how those numbers flex and this and that with the seasons. And then it not only became the seasons, but then geographics. Yeah. And I go, hey, duh, you fucks. Uh, everywhere in cold weather, as a former cold weather kid, you get together inside during yeah. the cold weather months. So no shit, you're on top of each other breathing and you get sick more, whether that's yeah. the common cold or COVID. Uh, so yeah, people need places to go indoors. And I suppose it's uh, it's uh, it's a bar. It's a Packer bar. By the way, okay. Wisconsin, you did successfully scare my wife from bootlegging in marijuana. She, yeah. uh, I mean, seriously, she was coming to deal with some fucking not so fun shit. And I said, hey, make sure you take care of yourself. You got all your medication. She goes, yeah, I got my medication. I go, are you know? Do you need like a vape pen, maybe or something? And she I was like, having panic attacks leading yeah. up to this trip. It was heavy shit. I said, maybe you want to bring a little vape pen. You know, I know you like those. takes takes the edge off. And 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 she wanted to so bad, but Wisconsin, she's like, I don't want to risk it. She looks at it was so weird to have you say it because you know you're a rule follower and maybe it was that side of you, but I could also tell there was a twinge of you're like you know knowing my fucking luck. I end up getting popped uh, with some kind of a vape pen, and well, now yeah. I have a felony charge in fucking Wisconsin. Exactly. I mean, it happened to me once before when I went to my grandma's funeral in um, Illinois. In Illinois, it was Illinois. Yeah. I was at. Can you please tell this story? This yeah, is the absolutely. best. This is the best story ever. Well, let me. I have something too, um, and I'm glad I didn't bring a vape pen because I did get yelled at by a cop when I was there. God, Milwaukee police are so crabby. Well, I understand. Oh, because I was driving to the VA, and like it was starting to snow, but it wasn't bad. But they had like blocked off a lane and you couldn't really tell if it was an accident or what they were doing. So I went to turn and this cop walked over to my window and just cursed me out. He's like, the lanes are closed. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I couldn't tell what was going on here. And he's screaming at me. I said, fine, I'm the asshole. I'm sorry. Like, I didn't know. I'm like, I, fine, I'm sorry. I'm so He just wouldn't shut up. So that would have been my luck. I had a, va a vape pen sitting in the cup holder. He would have got me right there because he was pissed off. But I was going to my grandma's funeral in 2017 in Illinois, and I took the train from Flint, and I was at, what's the, the train station in Chicago called? Uh, it was, it's not Grand Central, no. Union Station. Union Station. I'm sitting at Union Station, waiting for a train with my son. So so you're transferring, now this is what year again, say it? 2017, and I was transferring right. trains from Flint to Chicago. Okay, so you took one Amtrak train in yeah. Flint, Michigan, and you took, at, which, by the way, in Flint, Michigan, where you were, a medical marijuana yes. uh, uh, card holder. And, and this um, is before it was legal in Illinois. Yeah. So you were traveling to Wisconsin. You have a stopover in Illinois. You're waiting for your train. In your luggage, 
you have weed. <laughs> you have smuggled. No, this is so funny because this is so fucking you. Like you know me, I would just take take a big I don't know jar and just throw it in my bag and be like, who gives a shit? AJ like takes a bowl and she packs a bowl full of you know weed just just one bowl full yeah and then she takes the bowl and she'll you know cover it up in in you know a, i wrapped it in foil in, in a foil bag. and i put it in a ziploc bag so she's very like it's so she thinks it out like okay so i can use this it's only enough for personal use blah 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 blah, blah. and that and here's why i do that yeah because i'm sitting waiting to transfer <laughs> trains for my last leg to milwaukee which is like a half hour yeah a drug sniffing dog walks right up to my fucking suitcase and sits <laughs> down. I have never been. Tell me how you feel. You still sound so angry about <laughs> because it. Because it was just like, by, are you joking? By the way, sorry guys. This is angry AJ today. If you can't tell, she hates fucking everyone in YouTube. I was sitting there with my son. We're eating We're eating chicken nuggets. Yeah. And I. How this, old's our kid? Uh, 2017. He was 11. He's 11 years old. Okay, so and you're this, sitting so there. He didn't really realize what was going okay, on. Okay, so at the time. you're you're sitting there, you're eating chicken nuggets, waiting for the train, waiting for the train, and I assume there's a police officer. Now you say drug dog, so it's like yeah, there's, there's a, a random no, dog. There there's a police, so there's dog. an officer, CPD, walking with his canine. Yeah, and the canine gets the your fucking bag and goes, check it out. Yep. And the funniest part too is we were right next. It was like one of those corner entrances to the yeah. train. We were all the way by the door. So okay. this isn't like an open area. Yeah. Like you really got to work to find so us. So he's just cruising like the entire station with the dog. And this is what the dog does, right? Yeah. So the dog, dog did its job. So the dog alerts on you. I mean, just <laughs> what's going through your mind? I was sweating. And I just, what I remember doing is like looking around like I didn't see the dog. <laughs> Oh, so the dog sits down in front of you. Right in front of me. And is clearly indicating on you, and, 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 and you just do one of these, like, Yeah. <laughs> Even though I knew it was totally pointless, I start looking around just eating my chicken nuggets. You're just fucking admiring the architecture yep. of Union Station. That's a nice ceiling up there. And, and in front of, like, and I get this, there are, like, a hundred people there waiting yeah. for this train. It's it was packed. I yeah. mean, there's a bajillion people at Union Station any given time, right? But so... So the cop comes over and he goes, he kind of smiles and goes, uh, can you come over here for a minute? I was like, sure. And I acted all confused. Did he smirk at you at least? A little bit, yeah. Well, hold and on. Like, Please describe this because th this may shock you. These are my people. I have some bit of a pass with the CPD. I may know a few more intimately I than I wanted to. Looked, I don't remember what he looked like. Young, old, black, younger, white, Hispanic. Younger, white. I think he had red hair, I think. Okay. But oh, that, that, that fucking fits the bill. A ginger white cop <laughs> from Chicago. I love this story even more. So he asked me to like come over there and I don't bring my bag with me. <laughs> I just walk over. Yes. And he's like, all right, what's in the bag? And I was like, my grandmother died. I'm going to her funeral. I have like a bowl with some weed in there. I'm like, for it's literally like one personal use. Yeah. I'm like, I'm from Michigan. I have a medical marijuana card. And he goes, okay. And I'm like, do you need to see it? And he was like, it's just for personal use. And I said, yes, I'm stressed out. I've yeah. got my kid. My grandma's dead. He goes, okay, it's fine. <laughs> my grandma's and dead. He, he walks away. <laughs> And like, I am sweating bullets. I'm turning red. People are looking at me. I get on that train. Like I just won the lottery. I was like, I was giddy. Like hilarious. I wanted to like get up and dance. Cause I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, just target on my forehead. Like 
you know, middle-aged white chick with her kid has some drugs in her bag. Use that privilege to get the right, right the fuck out of that one. Oh, huh? You're my. Like, well, not. Do you see this blonde hair, sir? I am stressed out. I mean, it would have been easy for me to be like, I didn't know I couldn't bring it from Michigan could if I have a medical marijuana. I'm like, I have the card. I could have played ignorance. I knew it wasn't legal. I mean, I see people play that same yeah. game on like OPL every single Friday and how, Saturday. This is how stupid the marijuana yeah. laws are is that they but, change from state to state. So, Well, that's, do you know what's and funny? And I know they had talked about it at that point. Yeah, do you know what's funny? Because I'm thinking, and this is legitimately true, especially for Illinois, because yeah, this is what you said, 2017, 2018. 2017. So, uh, so 2017, um, since then, what are we now? We're 2024. Holy shit. Um, in Illinois, it's, it's, it's all in right yeah. They're They're medical, they're, they're recreational. So that means, and I know this for a fact that that dog that alerted on you has been retired. No longer has a job from service. This is a true story. This is a thing. Yeah. They had to, they had to retire state by state. They had to retire drug sniffing dogs, the dogs who were set to hit on marijuana because they couldn't untrain yeah. them to smell for marijuana so they had to just retire man we must annoy people we finished each other's sentences so bad <laughs> did you notice that that, that no. took two people to to give you one sentence we each took two words of it i really don't care um, nobody has to listen anymore we're not on fm radio <laughs> you are angry holy fuck oh, no, get, no, get no. out this aggression look at no. this no i was just saying it's our podcast you nobody need to smoke to more fucking weed now now is what you need is uh, more weed that was just one of those moments in your life that you will never forget and like you're embarrassed but you're also like overjoyed that you didn't get arrested and yeah. i'm like please please give me i a mean break. i don't mean to be a downer but like i i legit mean that you take you and let's just have fun let's turn you into a 19 year old single mother of color yeah that, i know i mean that's fucking quick you're in jail and the kid's in like I know. like state custody. I know. Over weed, yeah. right? I know, I know. And like now it, it, it would be like no big deal. I mean, if he would have arrested me, I would have understood. I really would have. Eh, you got a job, you got to do. And I was like, I will, I'm like, I'm willing to go through my whole bag and show you what I have. It's literally just this tiny little bowl with like two hits in it. So I cannot maybe, be stressed out maybe over my that's, grandma. That's why he didn't want to see it. Because then maybe if he saw it, then he had to arrest yeah. you, right? I mean, just the fact that he almost like he smirked and was like, was in the bag oh man i was just like i was that dummy that like looked around pretending like <laughs> if i didn't see him he didn't see me i wish i was a chick just once with police man because they so do not i've never gotten a fucking playful smirk from a police officer my entire life there's never been a now hey hey, hey, in the bag. hey there buddy <laughs> never get that that leeway huh i'll tell you though i didn't bring um, a vape pen to wisconsin and yeah. i was much more relaxed about it were you there was a drug sniffing dog walking through no shit yeah mitchell international because that's right because because now that's what they did maybe it's the same dog maybe that dog they took a job with wisconsin. wisconsin they sold them they're uh, selling the uh, drug sniffing dogs yeah. to like different states. My flight left at like eight fifteen, so I was there before everything was open. And yeah. obviously, like this dog has nothing to do. Oh, I see shit. this this cop walk out of like the the animal uh, relief area with the drug sniffing dog. <laughs> flashback for AJ she's like triggered like this is why I had to think I'm like did I bring weed oh my god but no I'm like I didn't bring anything with me listen I just that's so funny I just took Xanax when I needed it over the weekend I've um yeah there's there's a great clip from aren't they uh, like really of course and I mean like slower than molasses working on 
like a really, really strict medical bill though for Wisconsin. Ah, I know ooh. Evers, and it's not, and it's like the Republicans who introduced yeah. it. And I know Evers said he'll sign it, but it's it's so strict. I don't again. know. I I I do know that I I believe this is the week that um we officially rescheduled marijuana. Okay. That that it went from a scheduled one to a scheduled three controlled substance. I'm pretty sure this is the week that 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 happened. See, that's the problem with this stuff. It's like we talk about it and within. Okay, so it's a decriminalization. Yeah, okay. It would decriminalize. But there's um, still not a legal market, right? No, there's still not a legal. But but there's something medical. You know, there's a Republican proposal to legalize medical marijuana in Wisconsin. Yeah. That was that was about a week ago. Listen, it's um we talked about that here in Arizona where uh, very much kind of like Wisconsin and Michigan is we really have kind of a mixed electorate, right? Yeah. So it brings really good points of views, and that's how we get the best ideas. And when those, you know, we, we saw it happen here recently with psilocybin, uh, which is magic mushrooms and kind of the research, where the two political parties that be both kind of took a little bit of a, hey, we can see where this is beneficial. And so instead of being jerk-offs, we yeah. just got on the same page and we're moving yeah. forward. And I feel like, you know, there's room for that to happen in Wisconsin. I know, but of course, you know, it's it's moving slow because yeah, of the yeah. Tavern League. Well, oh, the Tavern League is going to kill it. And it plus, just cracks me up because I'm like, the people who are yeah. drinking every day of the week <laughs> are not going to replace it with pot. So there's really nothing to worry about. They are not the same Could effect. They are not that, the same though? thing. Could you imagine that? All my Scani people right now... AJ, just go ahead and pick which whichever one you want. I want you to pick the most backwoods, up north, oh, yeah, there, hey, uncle you have. And just imagine that if they legalize weed, all of a sudden the next time you come, he's like a white guy from the late 90s who loved fish. Yeah. Like imagine all of a sudden he's sitting there and the Packers hat is a tie-dye Packer hat. And he's like, oh, yeah, we got this good OJ Kush. Oh, not the OJ. No, the OG. We got the OG Kush. And it was real good. I know we put it in the bubbler. No, no, no. Not the drinker. That's where you drink the water. The bubbler is this thing you put on the bomb. It's a bubbler. Um, Wouldn't that be the best thing ever? What I think is going to happen is that, and again, I don't know why the Tavern League is worried. That's a culture in Wisconsin that's not going to go away. It really is Well, I mean, that's money. I mean, you're it's fucking money, with their money. Yeah. It's it's the same reason why cartels fight each other, yeah. because we want to be the one selling the fucking product. What I think will happen is people who drink every day of the week in Wisconsin will probably be more interested in trying marijuana for med- medicinal purposes. Depend. I mean, that's, listen, I don't know what people are going to do. Uh, uh, people who have issues per, perhaps with alcohol consumption, you know, could they easily just transfer to a different method um, of coping? It's sure. not the same thing. But I mean, the, the overall gist is, folks, listen, if you want to crack open a six can of Schlitz, I don't give a shit what you do. And if you want to, you know, smoke a blunt with uh, Cousin Roger from up north Rhinelander, who just learned what a gravity bong is. Right. And I don't you're care. like, dude, where you been? <laughs> We've been doing this for decades, Roger. I mean, you do you. And you know, I would like to be able to bring my vape pen to Wisconsin, okay? <laughs> I'm not bringing like a gigantic bong oh, and, like a, and like an ounce of weed. Like I'm I asking said, to bring a vape pen. <laughs> only my girl out there walking around with like a half a gram of weed in a pipe along with like maybe a bubblegum yum yum THC vape pen. You're the only one out there that's like, this is all I want. Sarah. It's all I want. 
This is, I don't want all of it. I'm not asking for this much. Is what I want. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.